Here we are, Kenny, with the next episode of our podcast. You had a great idea, which you just shared. So please yeah. walk us through what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, sure. I think it's episode four of the whatever we're going to call it podcast. We don't really know yet. But um, yeah, so I guess it kind of sparked from yesterday. I talked to a few people who were just like pretty interesting. Um, and they were both discussing how they kind of changed their industry or they're both like trying something completely new that isn't related to what they um, are studying or what they currently do for work. Um, and I was just kind of, it was a little bit inspiring. And I, I found that a lot with you is that you are uh, very, very curious and you're always seem to be trying something new. Um, so yeah, I don't know if we can just kind of riff a little bit, talk about um, you and kind of like your curiosity and then I mean, maybe like myself as well. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of something I was thinking about. Yeah, I guess indeed. Last night. <clears throat> yeah, indeed. And I would just say that one reason why when I originally connected with you, I saw I saw that genuine curiosity also. Uh, and you're your guy that, you know, like out of college a couple of years, got into recruiting and tech, right? And like you're super into crypto. And even though you're not like a blockchain engineer, I found yeah. that your love of curiosity and knowledge uh, was really deep for your experience. So I'm just going to like start with that, right? And what I appreciate about you. Um, I, I would love to kick off. So yeah, how, how do I put this? So I would say, so I'll just say one reason why I'm so curious. I would say like the people who don't have anything to, who act like they don't have anything to learn are often like the least successful people. Right. And even like people in successful positions, I feel like, like quote unquote successful, like whether they have a title or they have the money or whatever, those kind of people that still don't have, act like they don't have anything to learn. I feel like that's an opportunity, like in the world, right? If I am constantly um, seeking knowledge, if I'm constantly seeing the world as it is rather than the way that I want it to be then I could be really, really successful, right? So how I view myself is I don't think that I'm like, I'm definitely not a genius. I don't know if I could ever be considered like high IQ. I, I feel like I'm a very average intelligence person. As I mentioned in our last podcast, I was like the worst student in programming bootcamp, but like I work really, really hard and that's got me a lot of places. And, and I'm just like thinking out loud, to be honest yeah. right now, but like, there are so many examples where genuinely curious people have a lot of success. And I would say like in this new world of technology, if you're curious about new technologies, if you're curious about better ways of doing things, you have so much greenfield to go and do it. Right. And that's why I really love startups because you don't have these policies and procedures that are of the past. Um, and I think being curious uh, is becoming more and more valuable. So, for example, uh, I'll just talk, I'll, I'll go on a tangent right now. Yeah. In crypto, I'm really interested in these things called non fungible tokens. Right. And I, I know it sounds like jargon, but uh, basically when I was younger, I used to collect basketball cards uh, and magic cards. Now they're now you can have like basketball uh, cards on the blockchain. 
right? And it, it's uh, categorized as non-fungible tokens. And it's just like this new uh, industry that is exploding. So something that I, I bought for 30 bucks a month ago is now worth like 400 bucks. And it's like a LeBron yeah. James, like GIF dunk or yeah. GIF dunk. And it's just a GIF on the internet and right. it's worth money. So uh, I, I, it might be a tangent, it might not, but you know, like I, it's, it makes life really exciting mm-hmm. when you can both like discover new things every day and make a living out of it and be successful. Now yeah. pause there. I don't know if any <laughs> of that was meaningful or interesting, but happy to like dive deeper or give you back the mic uh, yeah. and kind of dive into like what you find interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I was, I was gonna say, I'm, I was curious. We're just talking about curiosity, uh-huh. but, um, but yeah. So the way that you said it is like, you were always looking to continuously learn because, uh, to, to try to view the world as it is rather than how you, rather than how you currently see it, which is, it's really interesting. I've never heard somebody put it that way, but I think that that makes a lot of sense because we all just have a lot of unconscious bias that we obviously don't realize because it's unconscious, uh, but to really like try to break out of that and learn new things. Um, I, I guess that makes a lot of sense to, to, um, you know, to, to lead you to potential success in the future where you're, again, you're seeing the world a, a bit more objectively um, and, and not kind of staying in your own little bubble. So yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Do yeah. You- so I'll just, Oh, sorry. I, I actually yeah, have no, a go, hot go take ahead. after you saying <laughs> that. So it, please like write down your question. So <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, let's make it tactical for yeah. like, um, I'll just give my own experiences. Right. So like my mental model of the world as a younger person is like, okay, like, uh, I grew up in humble beginnings near city. And it's like, I was just always like heard out in the world, like go to school, get a job, uh, work 30 years at a company and then you'll have a happy life. <laughs> Yeah. Right now, that's probably the most miserable way to do it. Yeah. Right. Like, and when I got out of school and I wasn't making any money, it's like, whoa, why are the, I, I was like almost a 4.0 student. I, like, and I was asking, like, why are the 2.0 students two years out of school making a million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> In sales. And I was like, I, I think for a bunch of years, I might be like, uh, I don't know, like looked at it in a dumb way and like got angry. I was like, oh, I'm so, I'm, I'm so like, why are these idiots making so much money? And then one day I realized I looked in the mirror. I was like, you're the idiot, buddy. You're the dumb, dumb. And as I like realized that I was like, oh, sh-. like the mental model that I have about how the world works is wrong. Yeah. And the actual smart people, successful people look at the world irrespective of like the structures that people tell you about. And it took me like 30, 30, 40 years to, to learn that. And like other examples of that is like, if you look at like Bitcoin, crypto, there's Mm -hmm. so many years where it's like a dollar, $50, $100. Everyone says like BS. It'll never replace gold. It'll never replace whatever. And there are a whole bunch of smart people. I actually saw Ethereum. Mm-hmm. I read the white paper. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever because I was just a parrot. <laughs> I was like, oh, someone said is some smart guy in a suit, yeah. right? Said it's dumb. I was like, oh, it's dumb. Yeah. And I was the dumb, dumb. I could have bought <laughs> Ethereum when it came out. 
Yeah, yeah. So now I'm at a place where it's like, okay, forget what everyone thinks. Just see, try to understand the world as it, as it is. And the world is this messy, fucked up place yeah. that no one understands. And I'm just going to go down another tangent, right? Even, so I'm not going to get political, but I'm going to say like in the last election, no one knows how our system works. Yeah, because the people that were like rooting against one person when they started seeing the polls, they didn't know how uh, uh, ballots come in and how they were tallied. So the people that were rooting for one side actually did not know how the system works, and right. they were getting like all sad and upset. And then when the final votes came in, it went, it, it kind of went in their way. So even with the structures and systems in place, people don't understand. Right. And it's really messy. And that's what life is. It's yeah. insanely messy. But if you could look at it as it really is rather than how you want it to be, you can have so much fun. You can make so much money. Right. You can learn every single day because it's a it's an insane problem to be solved. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you, <laughs> no, but no, that was good. like my super passionate take on that. And yeah. now I will be quiet. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I, well, I was going to ask you touched on it a little bit. Um, cause I, I was going to ask, do you think that your curiosity is something that's, um, natural to you or was it something that you sort of had to learn? Cause it sounds like you had a bit of an aha moment where you were like, oh man, I was, I was this great student, but I'm not making that much money in the, in the real world, if that's what you want to call it. Um, and that other people are like, what am I getting wrong? And then it, it, like, maybe that opened the, the doors for you a little bit to, to start exploring things maybe outside the. The, the realm in which you were currently seeing them. Do you think that's accurate? Or do you think you were always kind of naturally curious, but you never really put it into play? Yeah. So um, I believe that everyone is naturally, naturally curious. I believe that everyone's talented. My mm -hmm. belief is that like the people that we put on a pedestal are not like, uh, that much more talented, like they achieve their potential, but I believe everyone has a potential to that level. They just have not achieved it yet. Okay. And I feel that, so I feel that everyone's curious because I got, I see kids all the time. Like I, I don't think I've like ever met a kid that wasn't like curious in some way. Yeah. Right. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Oh, what's this? Yeah. What's this? What's that? Explain this. Explain that. Like, have you ever like, I haven't ever yeah. met a kid or come across one that's not like that. So the people who tell me like people are not naturally curious, I think that's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. I, but I, I do think that there are like people can be taught not to be curious. Yeah. I agree. Right. With that. Definitely. Right. Like you get beat down by your system, whether it's like the institutions that we have, or it's like family structures, or you get taught things that are not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Like go sit in a classroom, don't ask any questions and just like like write write exactly what's in the book. So I do yeah. believe that everyone's really curious, but uh, people might not have the opportunity. Like we're in the USA, one of the freest yeah. countries in the world. Like we all are just dealing with first world problems every day. So we have the luck. There are third world countries where people are born into poverty and they will never have success. So yeah, I think like we were in the right environment and we're in a bull market of like crypto and startups and everything. So yeah, everything, I yeah. do. Yeah. So I do feel like 
ev- everyone can be curious, but you might not be in like be born with born with the opportunity, uh, or you just might have the structure that kind of like quells the curiosity. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. Because, like you said, yeah, <laughs> talking to little kids, they're always like, "Oh, well, why, why, why?" And you're like, "Oh man, like I don't even know." <laughs> I'm trying to give answers to to little kids, and it's tough. Um, but yeah, that's true. It's like we, I don't, I don't know if like current school systems do a great job of fostering curiosity, um, which is, I mean, you, you have to, there are trade-offs obviously, uh, to like getting kids in a classroom and teaching them. You can't, it's really hard to have that individualized attention and allow a kid to really like be as curious as possible. Um, hopefully that's something that can change. Uh, cause I think that that kids should really be encouraged to be as, as curious as they, they possibly can be. Um, for me, I don't, I don't know like where my curiosity came from. I probably, I I thought about it a lot. Like why I wasn't, why I wasn't maybe like the best student in college. And I didn't like love college that much. I I did like the experience was great, but like being in the classroom, I didn't really enjoy too much. Um, I think part of it was like when I was in high school, I was kind of like this perfect student. Um, I don't know, like not, not 4.0, but I was like a really great student. Um, and I did everything that you're like supposed to do. Um, I was in student council and I was on the football team. Like I did like everything to be a well-rounded student. And then I was applying to all these, these schools that I really wanted to, to go to. And I was like, oh, I did everything right. Like I should get in. And then I didn't get into a few schools. And I was like, what? I was like, what the hell is this? Like I listened to everybody and I didn't get in. I was like, I was like, well, you guys don't know what you're talking about. So then when I went to, to college, I was like, well, they probably don't know what they're talking about. So let me look at alternatives. Let me look at different ways to do things. And I think I probably, I probably studied outside the classroom on just completely different topics than what I was learning in school. I probably studied outside the classroom a lot more than I did for the actual classes that I was taking in, yeah, in like things like crypto and just like philosophy regarding the world and like like economics and finance and stuff like that, that I just found to be interesting. Um, and I think that's kind of where I, I fostered it. It probably wasn't the best attitude, honestly, going into, going into school. Um, and I probably could have done better, um, you know, in college, but that, that was sort of where my curiosity came from. And I knew that I wanted to keep exploring it and keep, you know, using that every day. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really powerful. Right. So I guess like, um, like who you are today, like, I guess if you were to like give the uh, younger you advice, I don't know, like, like yeah. what would that be? It's tough because like, I'm really happy with where I am right now. So it's tough. I feel like if I were to give myself advice, maybe my career path would change and I wouldn't be in a place where I'm as happy. So I don't know, but I would probably, I would probably just say like, Hey, suck it up. You have a really good opportunity in front of you in school. Um, just study, get the best grades possible, um, and work hard there. And then on your own time, you know, explore those other things that you you're interested in, you know, don't have sort of like disdain towards the, the university system as it is, uh, just realize that you're in a very privileged situation just to be there. Um, and to not really have like a, I guess, sort of an attitude against it. Um, realized that I, I had quite a lot of advantages and maybe I didn't take advantage of all of them. Um, so that's what I would say is just kind of suck it up for those four years and just do do your best that you can in, in school, in your classes, and then do everything else on the on the side. 
Yeah, I think that's awesome. So one thing that's kind of like floating in my mind, and I know you got your hand on the wheel. <laughs> so feel free to like take the turns that you want uh, with the the topics on this podcast. One thing I was thinking, like, what, are, what, what, what are we curious about now? Yeah. Right. So I know you're a very curious person and you, mm-hmm. you, you love a lot of different topics. So what are you curious about right now? What are a couple of topics? Yeah, I think there's, there's uh, quite a few things. I probably got into all these different rabbit holes through different podcasts. And so like, like Joe Rogan's and Tim Ferriss's, but then when they have a really interesting guest on, I'll just go and I'll be like, Oh, like, thanks for the introduction basically and go and and focus on the guest. Um, So some of them are like longevity, like uh, expanding or extending your, uh, your life. I think those are really interesting. And there's a lot of different like, health hacks or like biohacks and stuff like that, that people are talking about, like what vitamins you need to take, um, and how to just like maintain your body to live as long as you can. So those, that's interesting to me. Um, the thing that I, I obviously spend the most time on is, is crypto, uh, just going down that rabbit hole. It seems like things are changing every single day and there's new projects coming out, uh, now three, four years after that kind of initial ICO bull market where there are a lot of scams out there, a lot of the projects now are, are more legitimate and have more use cases. Um, so I'm really curious to see where, where that goes. Um, I have an idea that it's, it's going to create just sort of a whole open global financial system where anybody can interact with anybody. Um, I have an idea that that's probably where it ends up. I don't know how, but uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to, to pay attention to that stuff. All right, so I'll ask one quick question on the health stuff, and then we'll talk about crypto because yeah. that's what we both like. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. So on the health stuff, the longevity stuff, give us, like, if you could only share one thing for me and for our listeners to like go and check out. Okay. That you would say is like really good that you've discovered, like what it is. What 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 is it? Sorry. Yeah, that's that's tough. I. I think so people have been talking about it for a little while, like intermittent, intermittent fasting, but I would, I would kind of test people or, or to, to try to fast for longer, like give it a shot and see how, how you feel. Um, I want to do like a a three day fast at some point, but I really have to prepare like a 72 hour fast. Um, but I've seen people posting their, their, there's an app basically that, that tracks it um, kind of your mood and like how you're feeling through these, these kind of longer fasts. Um, and it's basically like, you almost like reset your body in a way, um, that that's basically the mental clarity and like physical, um, benefits of it. That's, that's what people have said. So I haven't really tried it myself. I think I've done close to 40 hours without food. Um, but I would really need to really need to buckle down if I'm going to do a full, a full three day fast, but that's something that I would, I would just say, look into, um, just, to try it out and see how, see how it makes you feel. Yeah. Wow. I mean, just on that point, um, I've been, well, I'm an idiot, first of all. So I've read about the <laughs> carnivore diet on Twitter right, right. and I'm like, Oh, this makes sense. Let me try it. Yeah. So I've been doing that, uh, which is, I mean, I lost a lot of weight, which is like really interesting. Uh, so I eat like a lot of steaks, like, mm-hmm. uh, so that, I mean, that's been a very interesting, uh, experience, uh, but mm-hmm. I haven't tried the fasting thing yet. So I may give it a shot at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's definitely a lot of precautions to take before you, before you jump into that, but yeah, so that's what I'm kind maybe. of more 
trying to figure out now is like uh, how, okay. how do I really prepare for it? But yeah. yeah. So just for our listeners, this is not health advice. Oh, definitely. Go, not. go consult <laughs> a doctor. It's and not- this as we are about to talk about crypto is never, never financial advice, never financial advice. <laughs> never, never. We had no idea what we we're doing, but right. we're going to talk about it. Exactly. So crypto, right? So I'm really interested in crypto too. Uh, not just like personally trading, but one of our clients is Solana, mm-hmm. the world's fastest blockchain. And we helped yeah. them hire a couple of engineers. So from a personal, from an enjoyment from a business point of view, um, we are into crypto. But with that said, Kenny, like walk us through, right? Like, like, what what is crypto first of all? Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. I people always ask like, oh, what is Bitcoin? And it's like, well, it it's really really complex. So it could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people look at Bitcoin now, like in terms of use cases, a lot of people look at Bitcoin now as uh, like digital gold, um, sort of a store of value. If you're somebody who's in a country where the currency is hyperinflating, then, um, you know, it could be something where you, I, I guess in, in the same sense, it's store of value, but it's really honestly like could be an alternative currency to use um, as your your um, country's currency is is you know, inflating is, is losing value. Um, and then technologically, it's basically just like, a, it's kind of just an open network, like the internet as well, um, where people can continuously build new applications on top of it to, to try and utilize uh, the, the power of the network. I always have a tough time like describing it right off the bat, just because I don't know how much people know about it to get started. Um, so like I'll have a friend who asked me about it and then I'll get into it and I'm like hash power and nodes across the, the world. And they're like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So it's <laughs> kind of tough to, to get started. But um, essentially it was, I mean, when you take the, the origin story of Bitcoin um, and then sort of where we are today with a lot of the altcoins, it's like uh, Bitcoin was created in like 2009 by, a, you know, anonymous founder who goes by the name of Satoshi Nakamoto. Uh, people don't know exactly who it is. There's a lot of ideas of who may have been involved. Uh, Hal Finney, that name kind of gets thrown around quite a lot. Um, But essentially, um, people have been trying to develop a a reliable internet currency for many years before then. Um, And Bitcoin essentially was able to to solve that um, mystery. They're basically able to solve the what I guess what you would call the Byzantine generals problem, mm-hmm. um, which is it's tough to get into to full detail. But essentially, <laughs> what what he was able to do is you know find a way to create something that's digitally scarce, something that's scarce on the internet, um, so you can't go and and copy and paste and make new versions of it, but to prove like digital ownership on the internet, um, yeah. and you know that's sort of the the baseline of it. And then you get into other cryptocurrencies like Ethereum came out with. Um, you know, a programming language that you can basically build smart contracts, you can build applications on top of it. And there's just, it's kind of a lot more user friendly yeah. for specific applications. So, so you just there's said a lot a, of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you just said a lot of stuff that made my brain like, it's like, there's like more wrinkles in my brain right I know. now. It's so, yeah. It's so hard to, to so, describe it at a basic level. Like, so what, so, um, so there's a lot of complicated stuff. Yeah, exactly. In yeah, a yeah. thing yeah. that um, uh, is like, uh, that could be digital gold or permissionless yeah. money or a digital ledger 
right? Like what about all this sucks you into the world of crypto? Yeah, I think there's just, I think, well, part of it was because I guess kind of where I was in my life was like not an escape from the current system, but sort of like what other alternatives are out there. So that's sort of where I I first got into it. Um, I think the, the main thing, and I think I said it earlier and I probably said it before, is just the ability to kind of get rid of, or not get rid of, but create a system that's better than having all these um, intermediaries, uh, like giant banks and, and governments that control your money um, and allowing that to be in the hands of, of individuals instead. So you control the money that you earn and that's how it really should be. Um, and then you're able to do whatever you want with that. So if you have money and you want to buy NFTs, you want to buy LeBron James NFTs, like nobody should stop you from doing that. You know, if I want to invest in, you know, a, a really early stage company in India, I like, I shouldn't be stopped from doing that because of governments and boundaries. Um, and that's what I, I just believe that. So that's probably the biggest thing that, that sucks me in. That's super powerful stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool to imagine where, where things will go. Um, like those applications, like they're not here yet. Uh, but when you see people all over crypto Twitter and it's like, you have no idea where they are in the world, but they're all united over this, you know, whatever project it is that, um, that brings them all together. It's, it's really cool to be like, Hey, this, this is money to me. This is a currency to me. Um, and I, I want to use it and I want to build applications on top of it. And I want to, yeah, create like a community that uses this currency for whatever we want to do with it, really. So I just think that's that's really interesting. Yeah. And I guess like as we talk about like what's interesting and what's curiosity, like I, I guess it's really meta uh, in that I tend to enjoy trying to understand um, how I or other people become curious in things and get like super sucked into it. Yeah. Right. And get obsessive about it. Cause I remember yeah. when I had my shiny basketball card, I was like, Oh, I just look at it. I look at the yeah. value. I'll read up on it. I'll, you know, like read up on the manufacturer, try to know everything about it. And then if like hours could go by. And yeah. I feel that with like nifties and Bitcoin and uh, crypto in general. So like, how does this manifest for you? right? On the day to day, like, are you obsessive checker? Do you do like, do you read about crypto? Like once, you know, when you feel like your day is over, do you like read it on the weekend? Do you like, you know, listen to podcasts? Do you join in conversations? Like how does it manifest in your life? The things that you're curious about, whether crypto or something else? Yeah, it's more, it's mainly like reading or watching podcasts or videos than, than anything, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do spend my time like I found people are like, what's your like, what's your hobby? And I'm like, well, what do I do when I'm not working? I'm like, I probably am like, just have a podcast on in the background. And then I'm reading like some sort of article about like Bitcoin news or some new um, application on Ethereum. Like it's yeah, that, that's just I really just I don't really like get involved in the community too much in terms of um like creating content, I may want to do that a little bit more uh, moving forward because I'm getting a lot more comfortable doing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, for, for right now, I, I basically just like read and try to learn as much as possible and things, things move so, so quickly and, and people on Twitter are so entertaining that um, it's just a, it's a, it's a cool thing to feel like you're, uh, you know, a part of, a part of that community. 
Yeah, indeed. And I feel like it's the best time ever to be curious because anything that you ever want to learn about is either free on the internet mm-hmm. or cost almost nothing. Right, exactly. To learn. And I'm just, I think on a week to week basis, I'm actually like thankful for that. Yeah. Right. Like every weekend, I try to like write down what I'm thankful for. And, and one of them is how easy it is to like learn new and amazing things. And how that yeah. manifests on the day to day is um, like learning to code. I, I think in the past, yeah. learning to code is like a multi, <laughs> I don't know, many, many years, maybe many decades. But I think what I see now is if someone is curious, if they apply themselves, they could learn to be a really good engineer in a couple of years, maybe even senior um, uh, in in a few years. And I've seen them seen that happen uh, a couple of times. So yeah, on that uh, point on curiosity, um, yeah, it's better than ever. And you have more access uh, than ever. I don't know if that's a tangent, but. No, that, that, that makes sense. I think it ties back into what, what we do a bit on a, on a daily basis. Like, I mean, again, with your career, you were like, I want to, I want to get in tech. And so you were just curious about how to build on the internet. And so you, you went and you did that. Um, so yeah, like people have all the the resources to go and do it if they're really curious enough about it. I guess one of the things to, to circle it all the way back is, is making a career change and jumping into tech is it's not, I don't know if people maybe view themselves as like, taking a step back or it's going to look bad on a resume because they went and they jumped and took a chance on something that they were curious about. Um, and it, you know, people have different opinions about that for like hiring managers. I always thought that it was cool if somebody started their career somewhere else and then got into the it space. I always found that to be, um, like more interesting than somebody who, you know, kind of has done it their, their whole career. Um, yeah, I, I was just, yeah, I mean, in terms of being curious and like acting on it, um, in, in the tech space, like it's, it's available and it's possible to do, and it's not only like accepted, but it's, it's really encouraged right now. Um, so like, if you are curious about it, like go and check out a course, there's a lot of free courses or really, really cheap courses to, to try and learn how to, you know, be a developer or just learn a little bit more about tech in general. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm, uh, you know, repeating myself literally on every <laughs> podcast, but yeah. I am a, um, I'm a career switcher, right? Yeah. And if you want to get into tech, put food on the table with your current job. Yeah. Study at night, study on the weekends if you can, right? Get some skills, make that first jump, work hard, and you could climb very, very fast. Yeah. Right. That would be my my opinion because that's my experience. First of all, I mean, right. I, I'm very lucky. I'm very privileged, but I I think that in this world, if you have if you are in a pretty free country, uh, and you're in a really really great market, being able to pursue your curiosity is gonna be the most rewarding thing. Yeah, um, we're more and more living in a world of abundance. And the structure, and that was in our last podcast, but the way that people think the world uh, used to be is no longer uh, the reality. And many examples of that. uh, So I'm a tiny example because I went from like finance to tech to running my own business. But 
if you look at like these TikTok stars, yeah. their names ex- escape my mind at the moment, but they're making like 10 million bucks. Yeah, I got yeah. a kid on the internet, 12 years old, like unboxing toys, making 30 yeah, billion yeah. bucks. Mr. Beast is making, oh, who's well. a YouTuber, yeah. house of cash, yeah. right? So we're, again, getting closer and closer to a world where you could do whatever you want and, and, and be really successful and happy. And that's, that's the really interesting thing about like where I am in my life right now, every day. I wake up, I get to like work with great startups and learn about crypto and honestly pretty much do whatever I want yeah. and move more and more towards success. So now I'm just trying to do it at a bigger and bigger level, right? And it's like really weird, right? Because it's like weird and scary because it's yeah. like, okay, when I quit my job, it's like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever make any money doing this business. And I got my first client. Second mm-hmm. class, like, oh, this is really weird. How, co- how come I'm doing so well? Yeah. But I'm having fun every day and learning new things and meeting new people. And now I'm exploring like more in the crypto space. And I get to like grow my business and learn more about crypto and learn about non-fungible tokens. So I don't, I don't know if I'm explaining myself very well, but I'm yeah. putting myself on this path where my curiosity is paying off in my day-to-day. And it's amazing yeah yeah and i think that's it's an interesting point because you did you were very curious about something and then you went and you took a chance multiple times like you changed into tech and now you're changing into uh you know more of the recruiting space obviously still focused on tech um but yeah it makes me think of i heard like naval ravikant said something that like really stuck with me he's awesome he's unbelievable but he he said something um that like made me think it's pretty relevant. He was like, it's better nowadays um, wh- where we are. It's better to uh, aim big and take a chance and like go after your curiosity. Um, whereas, you know, 40,000 years ago, if you took a big risk, you could potentially put yourself and your people around you in danger and die. Uh, like now it's like, if you go and you start a business or if you take a new career move, uh, you're, you're probably not going to die. So you're, you're probably going to, uh, you know, maybe you'll, you'll take a pay cut, uh, but it's, it's worth it to take a, a big risk and to try and do something different. It, the, the risk versus reward uh, nowadays is, is much better than it was back in the day, but maybe that's kind of how we're wired is, is it's probably bad to take risks because we could, you know, <laughs> back in the day, you know, back when we were cavemen, um, it was not a good idea, uh, but now it is. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. I think like yeah. the mental, the risk that is, uh, that we were taught, uh, maybe in school or by family or by society, um, um, is different than the reality, right? Yeah. What I realized over the years is the risk is actually in not taking risk. Yeah. So, for example, I know people who have uh, spent a number of years, maybe ten to twenty years, at a big corporation sure the corporation is now our corporations are now you know laying off people and they can't find jobs yeah. and they can't find jobs for half their salary and i've seen a lot of finance people the traditional finance uh people they i mean that happened to them more and more over the last five to ten years mm-hmm. right and they couldn't find any other jobs in finance and they actually end up transitioning uh to tech so for yeah. those friends of mine that you know, we're taught like, Hey, you know, like maybe get some stable, don't take some risk. The risk was actually 
in not taking any yeah. uh, in the first place. And I guess if I have advice for myself, it's like, oh, hey, you should have taken more risk in your life. Yeah, I feel like I'm taking the risk in my 30s, but like I probably should have taken more um, in my 20s. Yeah. And on that topic of Naval, like one, he had a tweet storm that really resonated with me. And it was about uh, how to get rich while getting lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you heard, have you read this one before? I have. Yeah. They turned it into uh, a podcast actually. So I've listened to oh, it. Oh, okay. Like each tweet kind of broken down a little bit further, um, which is cool. It's very cool. Yeah. So the TLDR, uh, even though we probably highly recommend our listeners to go and check it out yeah. is uh, you pursue your own interests, mm-hmm. right. And push on that. Uh, and that's how you get, uh, rich, uh, without being lucky. I don't know if I messed that up. That's my interpretation. <laughs> uh, do your research, you read it, you have your own interpretation. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, like what's your interpretation of that thread? Um, man, I read it. I read it a long time ago. Um, I'll probably, well, what's I'll your takeaway? Um, yeah, let me think. I, I honestly, I honestly don't remember a whole lot of it. I remember it being like a bunch of individual kind of ideas or, or lessons and i see a lot of his tweets so uh it's probably been like a year or two since i i read it so i don't remember the whole thing i'll probably have to go back in honestly um mm. but that sounds about right <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know explore explore um yeah explore the things that that you're passionate about and i think he probably at some point references the the risk versus reward is it's better to take the risk than it is to mm. um you know not explore something that you may potentially be interested in Got it. Got it. So uh, we've been going about 45 minutes uh, and this has been really interesting, uh, but I think we should wrap up shortly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What? So I guess moving forward, right. And and being forward looking, um, what, what other things should, should we be curious about? I'm just thinking out loud. Uh, Are there things, that we're curious about in industries and the work that we're doing does nothing come to mind i'm not expecting an answer in any way i'm just trying to pose a question as we do you mean us in particular uh like you and you and i in particular just everybody and any anything it's uh open-ended question i was i was directing at you and us but it could be directed uh or interpreted in any which way Super open-ended here. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to maybe think about that a little bit more. Um, okay. I've particularly been interested in, and we talked a little bit about like Jack Butcher and his um, idea of, of visualized value. But mm. a lot of that, I've been really interested in like personal branding and and being uh, like because a, a lot of people can be sort of their own personal brand again. Like you're the face of the business. I think again, we've talked about this before, but that's something that I've been I've been interested in. So for I guess myself and I guess for anybody really, it's like, if you are interested in something, there's a community of 10,000 people out there that are probably interested in the exact same niche thing and you can connect with them and you can kind of create a brand and maybe create your own business and lifestyle around that. So if you are really interested in something, don't hold back and think that, you know, people are going to judge you uh, because there's a lot of people that have the, the same interests as you. So that's sort of my, my thoughts, I guess. Yeah. I mean, just on that note, I mean, I'm probably only seven months ahead of you. (laughs) If that, um, I, every day am curious about how to build my brand. I suck at Twitter. I'm terrible. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm okay at LinkedIn because I I've been a inch later, uh, for a while, but I'm very curious how to like 
build my business, build a brand and stuff like that. So I'm excited to like yeah. be on this journey with you and help you build your brand too. Right. Yeah. Like we always talk about at Eric gone company, like our goal, uh, internally, I guess now that we're sharing with our listeners is like, you know, have fun, make money, learn new things and help clients achieve their goals. Right. So, um, in going forward, let's explore this personal branding thing together. Uh, maybe internally, maybe in public too. Maybe we could have a podcast about that sometime yeah, and yeah. talk about like this, uh, the ups and downs of building a personal brand. Mm -hmm. But as we start to wrap up the conversation, any final words for our listeners in regards to curiosity? Um, I would just say, go explore anything that you're curious about. Like if, if there's something in your mind where you're like, oh, um, where you're like, oh, I mean, I want to know a little bit about that. You can go Google it and you can spend hours watching videos or reading about it. Um, so go do it and, and see how that can sort of, I don't know, maybe manifest itself in the world and, and go maybe build something if you want to. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I would say is if you're curious about anything, just go look it up and, and dive deeper and, and really get into it. Sweet. And I will uh, share my thoughts. So if any, for our listeners, if anything that we've said is interesting to you, if you're curious about it in any way, <laughs> reach out to us and we are happy to uh, chat with you. Yeah. So definitely. on that note, Kenny, thank you for uh, the hour. Really appreciate your time Yeah. and catch you later. Yeah. I uh, will see you later today. Bye. Awesome. Thanks. Bye.